Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another E3 2018 special edition of Video Games to the Max as we look at the Ubisoft E3 2018 press conference. With me as always here is Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And the man that's been joining us for all these things, Randy Isbell. Hello. And making his debut on the E3 press conferences for this year. Mr. Daniel Anderson. Hello. All right. So Ubisoft ran for like an hour and a half and showed a lot of stuff. They also ran into the, we're going to talk before everything and then show something which worked to varying degrees. Just Dance 2019 as if anybody was expecting that not to come out. Uh, and then Beyond Good and Evil 2 got another CG trailer and some pre-pre-pre-alpha game footage. They talked about it being a space opera. You can play solo or in co-op. And Jade is apparently a villain now. So that's interesting. Any, I I know I'm excited. I like the I love the first game. Any of you guys excited about I never this played game? It. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm with Mark. I never played the first one. I'm more just impressed that Just Dance is still coming out for the Wii. <laughs> it's still coming out for the Wii. It wow. is still coming out for the Wii. <laughs> I saw that after the press conference. But no, listen. At least they continue to show things from Beyond Good and Evil 2. Like when the first trailer came out, I'm like, haha, that's just never going to come out because it was nothing. Here it is again with, as you were saying, they should just make a movie. Uh, but they did show 20 seconds of gameplay. It looks like yeah. it's going to be very optimistic as far as what it wants to accomplish with their gameplay. It looks like there's a lot going on with it. 
if they can pull it off, it's going to be a great game, but it still is one of those that this looks like it's, it's next gen for sure. Yeah. The rate they're going, that's probably coming out. Like you said, this is going to be another one of those goodbye PS4, Xbox one and hello PS5 and Xbox, whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's our first game or whatnot. And to kind of add to that, I guess is the, Joseph Gordon-Levitt appearing for his hit re- hit record company that helps Ubisoft get crowd and and fan art and music and backstory for this game. It's like Ubisoft telling all the people making this like, "Hey, we'll help you make it, but you got to get we're not like funding the whole thing." Well, they are going to have some crowd, like, if your thing gets picked, then uh, you'll get, like, part of the profit sharing or something. I mean, it's a well, neat it's, idea, but it's just weird. One but game it's really weird that they that you don't really get picked. You're supposed to collab with stuff, is what they kept saying. Is You're not going in, and we're not getting voted for. We're all working together, and I don't It made no sense. Yeah, I, was I thought that... Oh, go on. Well, I just, it, it sounded like everything was going to be collaborative. Like somebody would write something and then other people would tweak it or add to it. And then it would just be uh, some big fan base type thing. But now if they're saying people that initially get their stuff picked end up getting a portion of the profits, that's exactly what they said it wasn't. Yeah, there's also some Beyond Good and Evil fest that they're going to do. Which, okay. That would be great. I thought that gameplay tra- or that trailer they showed it looked a lot like Jack and Daxter two. The CG trailer. <laughs> yeah. 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 I could see that. Yeah. I just. I mean, like the reason I made that movie comment is because at the rate they're going with all these CG trailers, they could just make a like a one hour movie that starts before the game or something. It's. Yeah, they don't. Uh, it's weird how seems how little progress they've made since the last year, but I guess last year was literally, hey, we're making it. This year is, hey, we've worked on it, and I don't know next year they'll have something. Here's here's the pre-alpha footage. <laughs> yeah. So, they Rainbow Six Siege was probably one of the weirdest ones that they decided to discuss here because. They basically just had it so they could discuss esports and a documentary. It's like, all right, thanks for five or eight minutes of that. I know none of us play Six Siege here, so I guess it's cool they have 35 million players. Yeah, obviously, it's a big franchise. Documentary could be interesting, but. I mean, obviously it wasn't for us. Division 2 got multiple trailers uh, showing basically them going from the streets of messed up DC to starting to walk towards the monuments. And then they showed off like other things, talking about the main campaign 
that it basically, like Daniel joked about, has endgame content now because after the main campaign's over, you can specialize for a character. You can have new weapons and a bunch of other stuff. You can have, what is it, eight-player raids now? Yeah. So you said there was four-player raids in the first one? Well, they weren't raids. They were kind of like dungeons, but like one of them, the one I remember was a slog because it was like a wave-based survival and it took forever to do. And it could only be safe in like one area. It sucked. Well, hopefully they fix that for the second game. And they're adding three episodes of DLC for free. That's yeah. promising. So, I mean, are you a little bit more excited about Division 2 then, now after all the stuff on it, or? It didn't look terrible, but it just, I thought it still looked just kind of boring to me. Or it's not different enough. It may just be a game that doesn't show well for demos, right? Like, not every game feels amazing. It's maybe better when you play it. Yeah. I hope so. (laughs) Donkey Kong's uh, special DLC got a musical interlude. And then they went into the Skull and Bones trailer, which showed various different pirates, letting them go on with the theme of the whole, you don't have friends in this world. And they showed a lot of gameplay of the ships taken out. Uh, different ships, and you can call in friends, apparently. You can sneak by other ships by disguising yourself. Uh, apparently, if you get, like, double-teamed, the the ship can go into, like, siege mode, where you can just fire at will with no having to worry about things. And there's also a beta for this at some point. What did you well, say it was... Would you say it was Randy just back flag with? No yeah, it's just it's back flag without the Assassin's Creed in it, and it looks awesome. Uh, I the one thing that we noticed that is a little concerning is it looks like when you try to board a ship, that's just a cutscene. Like that's not part of it, but it seems like the developers are going, "Your character is the ship, and and that's what you're doing." And it's not you're running the crew, you're running the ship, and you can customize your ship and all that stuff. So. I mean, hopefully they just don't have that stuff made yet, and so they don't have that combat, and that would be a cool little extra element to to have. But the gameplay they showed looked really, really good. Anybody else interested in it at all? Or well, it looked like there were different classes of ship, like that you talked about that anchor one, and like he specifically said, like, oh, this this one ship can do this anchor ability, and this other ship can do can fire off like eight shells at once or something. So, there's some variety. Yeah, there's also a lot of customization to the ships yeah. and weapons and everything. Yeah, I wonder if that's what they're going for right now to make it different than, say, just, oh, it is Black Flag without the Assassin's Creed. Is it's more about your ship? And then perhaps if it does well, they can add in DLC where you do have onboard battles and stuff like that. My concern with like onboard stuff is it would just be like black flag. You just get on the ship and just count, you know, counter attack and then kill the guy or something. And especially if they 
the idea of, you know, having, you know, player versus player stuff, that'll be a nightmare. Yeah. I don't know. It's in waves. So. <sighs> Let's. Let's see how it goes after that, I guess. I mean, there's a beta, so people can test it out if they... To have, see how... It, they didn't announce when the beta is or anything, so it'll just be one of those sign-up, and I guess you'll get an email whenever it appears. They went into yeah. transference with Elijah Wood coming on stage. He kind of just made allusions to what you do, going into someone's mind and solving puzzles. It's in VR and on traditional consoles. I feel like they might have changed that because I swear the first time mm-hmm. they announced it, it yeah. was only VR. Yeah, it was, it was. It was set as a VR game, and I think that they're trying to to get more well, copies sold. So yeah, both once, ways. Once they saw the, the sales figures for Star Trek Bridge Crew, they were like, "Hey, we should make this for consoles." <laughs> yeah, I just don't think that. Like, you know, PSVR itself might be doing well or decently enough, but I don't think that games are just popping off for that either. So no. Part of the problem is a lot of the games that they make for it are either short or very basic. There's a lot of promise to them, but nothing's ever developed on it like Bridge Crew. When you play the initial game, it's great, but you don't really have much to do after that. Yeah, I... That and I really think they're taking the formula that Resident Evil 7 did. That, yes, you can just play it on the regular console, but to get the full experience, it's better in VR. Which could be a good selling point, too. It's like, hey, play this game, but if you really want the the true experience, that's when you get VR and the whole game's on there. So, I mean, that could definitely work, too. And from what they showed, I'm very intrigued. It looks very interesting. Yeah, I like... I mean, I liked how it looked too. It, I did get a lot of the Resident Evil Seven vibe mm-hmm. from it, just of the how it would play out in VR. And I mean, I look forward to it. And I'll probably break out my headset and play it when it comes out, just to see how it is. Yeah, but I, I'm sorry, I got to go back because Sean, you skipped the most important part of this press conference, and I'm upset. What? <laughs> trials. Oh, I'm sorry. New, new trials fun. game. Yeah. Coming out next year, the dude broke the podium. That dude's just fun. I, yeah, uh, he, he's he's very cheesy, uh, but you can tell he just has a lot of fun, and that's what trials is. So I'm, I that was the one hope I had coming into this press conference is we're gonna get a new trials game. I'm sad I have to wait till February, which, good God, if nothing gets pushed back, everything's tax coming re- out. Every, All of your tax returns are going to be spent on the 95 games that are coming out February 2019. You know, everything will get everything will get pushed back to the same month, so it'll be like April right. now. <laughs> it'll just keep pushing. Well, back you itself. can just save more that's, of your tax return. <laughs> that's that's very optimistic, saying that it would only get pushed back to April from February. Yeah, yeah, one Don't of those worry. will get pushed back six months or something. Don't worry, guys. Crackdown Three is still coming out sometime soon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Microsoft just putting that out, and be like, "Okay, just go die." Whatever, Terry Crews. You yell and scream in the Game Pass all you want to, like just whatever. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I sorry, I forgot. I don't know. Uh, I have these all numbered, and like the, I think it's because I didn't have a long thing for trials, and I 
Sorry about that, shame, Randy. Shame, shame on you, sir. Well, I will say have, that... Go ahead. We also haven't mentioned one of the more interesting parts of the press conference. The inability to turn off microphones as they go off stage. Oh, my yeah, God. God. That was the best part. Happened during the Beyond Good and Evil. After that, they're like, yeah, we got him. Whatever. <laughs> like, okay. At least, at least they were being human and not saying, hey, we, we have fooled him once again. Yeah. <laughs> It was, a, it was like uh, during the Donkey Kong thing, they had to tell somebody to get on stage. And uh, then they, you know, it was when, uh, I think it was when the compo- the conductor was like talking to someone. He's like, oh, we have a time change here or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> it's still funny. It happened multiple times during this. I, I also like the story that's kind of interesting. It's really creepy, and it's supposed to be, but this the story for Transference seems very like I'm really want to know what they're trying mm-hmm. to get at there. Is like yes. the mom dead or you know. He's probably stuck in like the ghost world or something. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Something I didn't think would be such a big deal but it was made a much bigger deal by a surprise announcement. Atlas, or the uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas. It was funny because I had asked about that game earlier in the press conference <laughs> and then here it comes. And it features, you know, more cartoony characters. They show the different space toys getting put on the controller. It comes out fall or October 16th. It's open world. And then all of a sudden, oh, let's go ask for help. And what do you know? Star Fox appears. And then Miyamoto sit in the audience. Uh, it's apparently Star Fox and crew as well, and yeah. Star Fox in another Ubisoft game. I mean, another Ubisoft Nintendo collaboration. Sure. I'm sure it'll be a damn sight better than that last Star Fox game. <laughs> I think that's not saying much there. I I think that puts, I think that gives a lot of people an incentive to get it for Switch. I don't my worry is we still haven't gotten any kind of announcement about how much these things are going to cost, the ships themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, because Toys to Live is pretty much dead. And, you know. <sighs> I, honestly, I think now that we've seen Miyamoto on that Ubisoft stage back-to-back years... How, how, what are we going to get? Three, four, five Ubisoft characters in Smash? These guys seem like best friends now. I mean... Well, what what Ubisoft characters did you put in Smash except for a rabbit and Rayman? You can put... Hey, there was one character that was not at Ubisoft. We've been waiting for his game. Sam Fisher could be in Smash. Yeah. You could put a generic assassin in there. Or I mean, you could probably put, like, Ezio. Yeah. Yeah. One of the big-name characters could go in there. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they put the rabbits. Oh, I, I would almost put that as a lock at this point. Uh, For Honor has a new faction. That I guess it's, like, some medieval China or something. And yeah. you can get a free trial of it right now on PC for a week 
if you want to play it. And it's it's called Marching Fire, and it has like a new mode as well, like a new 4v4 mode. Not interested in this at all, but that's awesome that once again, just like Six Siege, they've been able to come from behind and make this thing viable for people, so that's good. And then the crew got an open beta for June 21st, which is 10 days before the, or well, like a week or so more before the game actually comes out on June 29th, and you can preload it, the beta. Are y'all going to try this out at all? Or? I'll give it a shot. Just because it looks, I mean, it kind of looks like they're for the Forza Horizon, so sure. I feel like this is a game we could all play. With just getting to switch between all the vehicles and everything. Yeah, my thing is, I'm, I never was a huge fan of racing games other than Mario Kart, so I don't know if I would give this a try or not, but I mean, it looks good. I just. No idea. Uh, and then finally, they ended the whole thing with Assassin's <coughs> Creed Odyssey. It's, um, you can basically explore land and sea. It has the female and the male character, Alexios or Cassandra with a K. I mean, they showed a whole gameplay sequence, which looked pretty good. I mean, Mark, you're the, uh, you were kind of mixed on the previous Assassin's Creed, so. Yeah, and what they showed didn't exactly entice me too much. Like the big villain with the mask. I'm like, yep, we're getting another one of those. What do you guys think? Like, I think I hope the story's good. Like, if it is, then I'll give it. A, you know, then I'll like it. But the story in uh, Origins is just so piss poor that I stopped caring like five hours in. <laughs> Yeah, the story was rough in Origins. But, I mean, I like the setting. But at this point, you can't say much more than that. Yeah, they showed a lot of gameplay, and it looked, looked pretty interesting. I like some of the, the battle, especially the, that last one they showed, where there was a, a giant battle, and you're just kind of stuck in the middle of it. Um, so it could be interesting that uh, being able to choose characters, I think, is just, that's the 2008 thing to do. The, the 2008 thing? An 18 thing. Oh, I thought you were making uh, a joke about it being taken. No, no, no. No, I just meant that we, I mean, we made a lot of jokes on the live stream. As, as the female main characters are in everything now, which is great. But it's just, it, it seemed like every game is like, oh, hey, now you can choose, which is totally fine. But like I said, it looks really interesting. Origins is on my shelf. I, I still need to get around to, to giving that a try because last year had way too many games and I had a baby, so I had no money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'm interested in it. I've always liked the Assassin's Creed series, so I'm glad we got to see a, a good chunk of it. Yeah, it's coming out, what, October 5th? Yeah. The other night. So, hey, Ubisoft will have a big month of October, it looks like. After, maybe they get creamed in February or March. So, I, you know... It's Assassin's Creed. I think. Did you like the decision thing 
mark or do you think it's even going to matter? <laughs> that seemed interesting, but I doubt it'll matter at all. Or like there was like that one little romance option. So like if you try to romance that woman, uh, you might get that guy pissed off at you or something. I mean, but it'll probably be like very minor differences, if anything. Yeah, I don't see it being a uh, a big Elder Scrolls type branching storylines, depending on what you say. Well, what did y'all think about the press conference in general? It, they showed off a lot. Needed more celebrities. <laughs> we could have cut off the very beginning of it. No, Trials was in the beginning of it. You shush. No, I mean the very first thing. <laughs> the Just did. Dance thing? You yeah. have to sell the Wii game. <laughs> a lot of people bought the Wii. You gotta sell your one Wii game. Uh, They always have that. How many years running has that been? I think like at least... God, I think I remember the Ubisoft one I went to had Just Dance, some Just Dance yeah, performance. It's, so it's almost those 10 things, years running. It's like Madden for EA. You know it's coming. They threw it at the beginning. They didn't really show anything. They just basically, hey, you know, have a little dance thing at the beginning and and move on. I think it was a fine way to just just a way to open the show. So that was fine. Honestly, the press conference was good. It it drug at times because there was a lot of talking bits, but they showed a lot of gameplay. Nothing was super surprising other than, I guess, the Star Fox deal. But that's fine. Once again, E3 is a, a week or two of just okay, what kind of crazy surprises are we going to get? And then just none of them ever happening. But I thought overall that the conference itself was good. Is anybody really surprised that there was no Splinter Cell after the leak? And I kind of am just because, I mean, they had him in Wildlands. I mean, that's, why have him in that? <laughs> you know, why get that guy back? That could be the big uh, thing that premieres with Nintendo's thing that they're doing. You had Star Fox at Ubisoft and have Fisher on a Nintendo. I actually uh, see Sam Fisher more as Sony. Like, cause I, I doubt Nintendo's going to like too many of the torture inter- interrogation scenes on the Switch. Oh, I just mean have the character show up in uh, Smash Brothers. Oh. Have him announce that... on that. The same yeah, I would think Star that Fox. maybe they let Sony have that one. Have, have him sneak up behind Captain Falcon and break his neck or something. Well, other than, other than, I guess, Skull and, Skull and Bones, was there any other games that weren't coming out in the next 12 months? I think uh, that's the only one that doesn't have a, a release date. Uh, yeah, think... the, VR, the Elijah Wood game, I don't think. Oh, okay. neither, neither does uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Oh, okay. I for, I okay, yeah, two of them. Beginning. Beyond so, Good and Evil... Because so I, I, I was more thinking that they're trying to focus on stuff coming out in twelve months, and so obviously stuff. Everything else was stuff that they showed last year. Transference kind of is the fall two thousand eighteen. So did they ever? I saw where it said twenty nineteen, but I can't remember. Did they say anything about Division Two other than twenty nineteen? March fifteenth, two thousand yeah. eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I, I, I think more. It's, they have a lot coming out in the twelve months, like. They they could have pulled a Bethesda and just threw out the logo and got the whole hype thing. And I guess they decided if it's not coming out in the next twelve months, that'll be our big thing next year. If if it doesn't show up at Sony or Nintendo, of course. I wouldn't be surprised if it does show up at Sony because Sony has so much stuff that they're showing that they want 
that like they're big four that are all coming at some point this year. They threw out the trailer for Days Gone on the freaking internet. So, like, you have to imagine that maybe they want some forward-looking games, and they, if they can throw out Splinter Cell without having to do much on it, with them already having big games that they showed, I think it helps them overload their conference and have everybody talking about them, so I wouldn't be surprised. Is it 6 o'clock yet? Is it time to do the Sony press conference? I'm just, It's 6.30 Eastern time. I'm ready. No, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's it for Ubisoft. I guess we got to give it a rating. What are you giving it? Honestly, they showed a lot. Uh, like I said, a little boring at times. I, I'm winning seven-ish. Seven, yeah. Seven works. I'd probably give it an eight. Like there were a lot of games I didn't really care about, but they showed pretty well. And it wasn't, I mean, except for the opening, it wasn't too embarrassing. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't Bethesda level. Let's just say that. Yeah, the Bethesda forced comedy at times was like, oh my god, just stop. Well, the the, the pre-show to Todd Howard was pretty rough. Yeah. No, he was fine. I, I meant that yeah. Andrew WK. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that's oh, what I was yeah. saying. It's like the rest of the Bethesda press conference seemed like the pre-show to the Todd Howard show. Once he came out there, that that press conference was something completely different. What do you think, Daniel? Uh, I'd probably go about a seven or an eight. I mean, it gave what every without the uh, if they shortened the talking a little bit, I probably would have gone a little bit higher. They gave a bunch of gameplay and nothing two plus years down the road, really. Presumably, anyway. Uh, I mean, everything was pretty immediate or within twelve months, like we were saying, not far off in the future with stuff that we won't see for a couple of years at least. Yeah, I'll go with a seven and a half. I think the they showed off the games. The game that they really needed to show off was Assassin's Creed. They showed a lot of it. I'm a little disappointed that by this point, you're still only showing a CG trailer and barely anything of gameplay for Beyond Good and Evil 2. But I think the rest of it, I think for Skull and Bones being the one game that's 2019, they sure showed a lot of it. That was a surprise at that. And yeah, I'm I'm a little bit more intrigued by the Atlas game. If those toys are like $20 or more, you can count me out. But you know, there's a lot they showed here, and it will be intriguing if they have that one more thing at Sony to show off too. So maybe that means Sony's not going to be spending ten minutes on Assassin's Creed at all as well, since they showed so much of it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in about two and a half hours. Yeah. But all right, I think that does it for us talking about Ubisoft. We got Sony left later tonight and then we have nintendo poor randy's gonna get kind of early at 9 a.m for that one uh-huh. and then that's it for the press conferences it's felt like and these went by fast I, I felt like i haven't felt too you know after ea just drug us through the dirt i felt like we got through the rest of them pretty quickly so all right well We will be back 
in a few short hours for Sony. See you later, everybody. Later. Later. See ya.